What's good, y'all? It's Fallon Joe, and thanks for stopping by to the Being Fallon Joe podcast. Today, we're going to talk about my 28th birthday. And that birthday was one like no other. It's one that I will never forget and not in a good way. That was one of the hardest birthdays that I have ever experienced. And let me give you guys a little context so you can understand the mind state that I was in on the week of my birthday. So let me take y'all back to spring 2021. Such an amazing and exciting time in my life. I had just married the love of my life, or so I thought, my college sweetheart. And we had been dating for eight years, so it was about time. Um, We had a beautiful wedding ceremony in North Houston with our closest friends and families. And in the pictures, I was so radiant and gorgeous. And when I look back at those pictures, it makes me sad because I look so innocent. And I had no clue what hurt and pain was about to rock my world in just a few short months. So let's fast forward to the end of summer 2021. Um, That was when my husband told me that he did not want to be with me anymore. He had met someone a month after we got married. And his interest in her made him realize that maybe he didn't marry the right person. So as you can imagine... I was extremely devastated. I was heartbroken, which that is another episode in itself. After realizing that my presence was not desired, three days later, I had my car packed up with all the belongings that I could fit inside of it, including my cat. And I embarked on a journey where I drove from Houston, Texas to Seattle, Washington over a three-day period. And man, oh man, was that, that was quite the journey for me. It really was. I'll have to spend some time talking about that another time. But I made it safely. I ran into no issues. My car was serviced right before I went. And yeah, I made the decision to leave. And that was one of the hardest decisions that I had ever made at that point in my life. So now let's go to fall 2021, like the week of my birthday. So around that time, I had been hitting the two-month mark of being unemployed, like completely unemployed, no income coming in. My pockets were dry and dusty. The reason why I had been unemployed for two months was because I had quit my job and left. And moving to Washington, I applied for a Washington State's RN license. And it was taking longer than I had expected for it to come in. So I couldn't work as a nurse. And it was in that weird period where it's like, uh, I could find work doing something else. But by the time I get oriented and start working, my RN license would have come in. And I knew I was going to make good money as a travel nurse that would kind of help dig me out of the hole that I was in. So the week leading up to my birthday, I realized that I had no money and I could not even celebrate myself. Not that I even felt like celebrating anyways. Over the past few years, I have perfected my birthday week ritual. The thing is, by my 28th birthday, I had finally perfected my birthday week routine. I would get a massage once, maybe twice that week. I would get a mani and a pedi and not just like a standard, like, oh, get the classic one. Like, no, I want the deluxe. I want the sliced up oranges, like I want the gel polish, the French tip, the design, all of it. 
Like everything is my birthday. Like why not? Also having a birthday cake was a must for my birthday every year. And I always have this rule that I had to eat as much of the cake. You can't stop eating the cake until it's all gone unless it gets stale. And last year I had set the bar really high with my birthday cake standards because I had a professional make a gluten-free one and decorate it. And it was amazing. It was so good. So I was looking forward to keeping that tradition going, but I didn't have any money for that. I also didn't have money to go out to dinner at my favorite spot like I would always do for my birthday. So for this birthday, instead of getting a massage, I had body aches from sleeping on a blow up mattress for over a month. Literally right before my birthday, I had finally gotten a real mattress and the aches were just finally starting to stop. My hands and my feet were so crusty. I'm not even joking. Something about the water here in Washington, it was an adjustment period for me because my feet were rough. Like they look like I ain't had a pedicure in a year. I also used to make a point of buying myself something that I really wanted for my birthday. This birthday, the only gifts I got for myself was something to the tune of, uh, here, pay your electricity bill. Here, put some gas in your car. Those were the kind of gifts I received from myself for my birthday. As you can imagine, this birthday, it was a big adjustment for me. And leading up to it, I was getting antsy because I was like, what is the point in celebrating? And why celebrate when I'm so devastated? I'm so sad. My heart is so broken. I don't even have any furniture around my apartment. I don't have anything to do for my birthday. Like I got to stay inside because it's cheaper to stay inside. I don't want to go outside the house. So that was how I was feeling leading up to my birthday. I was really antsy. Then one day I woke up and I realized that if I was going to sit there and focus on all the negative aspects and focus on the things that I didn't have, that it didn't matter what I did, I was going to have a crappy birthday. But if I wanted to have a good birthday, I needed to change my mindset and be more positive in my approach to how I'm going to celebrate myself. Because no matter what had happened in my recent life, being on this earth for 28 years was still a milestone and an accomplishment because there are many people that I know that didn't even get to make it to that mark or didn't even get to make it to this year. So I decided that I was going to try and take one of the things from my birthday week ritual and try to incorporate it into my week in an affordable way that wasn't going to break the bank in a way that would still be meaningful for me. So I decided that I was going to decorate my own cake. So what I did was I scrounged together a couple dollars. I went to Hobby Lobby and got some cake decorating supplies. I hit up Target, got this gluten-free Funfetti cake with some strawberry icing and I took my time and I was like, all I want from this is to create a cake that I can celebrate my birthday with and have a special moment just with myself. I worked hard and I was so proud at the outcome of the cake that I made. I thought it was so beautiful. I was so happy and it sparked so much joy in my life. And I was so surprised at how much of a difference it could make to consciously decide to be positive than to let your negative emotions and, feel and feelings take over your mindset. That shocked me. It shocked me how like, oh, if I want my emotions of the day to be better, I have the power to control that. I have the power to not let the, my emotions consume me. So that was a big lesson that I learned on my birthday. I got tired of wallowing in my own pity. So I got active and did something that I thought was gonna make me happy. And guess what? 
it did. I made myself a birthday cake. I got the candles. I sang happy birthday to myself. I blew out the candles and I tore up that cake. I think I ate every single piece. I don't think anybody in my family even got a piece. Like that was my special cake just for me. <laughs> I also got balloons and dressed up a little bit to feel like a happy version of myself. And I actually ended up being happy because I created an environment for my happiness to be in, if that makes any sense. I, that day I focused on the good. I had one of my good girlfriends come over and visit me and she gave me the gift of her time, which was so meaningful to me. And that birthday was a hard birthday, but it was a beautiful birthday. It was a beautiful moment. I'm always going to remember my 28th birthday as a moment in which I really had to decide what kind of life are you going to live? Yes, you're devastated. Yes, you're heartbroken. Yes, your world is completely upside down right now. You have to figure out what's what and head in the direction that you can survive in and thrive in and be happy in. And I learned that that direction is positivity. My 28th birthday taught me that life happens. Tragedy happens. Sometimes you might feel like life is over, but hold on, wait a second. Do you guys hear that? Do you feel that? Do you smell that? Like you're living right now. So if you're living right now, it's impossible for it to be true that life is over because you're here. So because you're here, that means that you have to keep trying. Your 28 taught me that if I wanted to survive, I had to be resilient. I had to pick myself up off the ground time and time again and get back on the path that I feel like I need to be on no matter what knocked me down. Because it is life for you to go through some type of suffering and have to go through different obstacles. But if you want to live your best life, you still have to look at your options and play your cards to your most advantageous way. I learned that if I became a negative Nancy and never thought about the positive outcomes in a situation, then I was going to be forever crippled by my past and stuck in the past instead of trying to enjoy the present and welcome and create joy in my present life. And some people might say like, oh, that's so fake to be like a, a, a positive patty, like to be like, oh, positive and happy and this all the time. And at first it will feel fake. But if I didn't focus on the positive, there was no way that I could freaking function. As fake as it initially felt to be a positive patty, I learned that that was the only way that I could survive if I turned my mindset away from the negative and focused on the positive. Because focusing on the positive put a light at the end of the tunnel and I was able to see again. I knew what direction ahead and I could see what's what. But when I turn around and focus on the negative, all I see is darkness and I'm lost and I'm in the past and I'm not able to live in my present moment and my present joy. And don't get me wrong, it is not easy. It is not perfect. There are days where I'm like, man, forget that. I'm not trying to be that girl. I'm not trying to be fake. I'm not trying to be happy. Like I'm mad, I'm angry, like I'm this, I'm sad. And those were the days where I learned how intentional you have to be to live a positive and good life. You have to continuously reset your mind frame to the way that you want to live. So every time I had a negative thought, instead of just lingering and mulling over that negative thought, I challenged myself to create two positive thoughts in relation to the negative thought and just focus on those two positive. We can't change the fact that some situations have negative aspects to them. 
there's nothing you can do about that. So why waste your energy focusing on that and worrying about it and mulling over it and making your day and your life just harder for yourself? That's just wasted worry, wasted energy. Instead, you should spend your energy on more positive thing that's going to be more beneficial because you sitting and thinking about the positive outcomes or the blessing that you have in your life currently is more beneficial to continuing the lifestyle that brought you those blessings to begin with. I think another momentous thing about my 28th birthday is that it was the very first time that I was able to look at my situation that I had went through and take something positive out of it. Because before I was just thinking about the negatives. I used to have a husband. I don't have a husband now. I don't have financial security now. I had to pick up and move, move my life. I had to split my belongings with my ex. For so long, I just focused on those negative and apparent things. Instead of focusing on some of the great things I had going for me. Like, for example, I moved back to Washington, back to my home state. It was so beautiful. I've always wanted to come back here and be a tourist in my state. And I, I honestly could not deal with the weather in the South too much longer. The humidity was killing me. So I came back at the most beautiful time of year here in Washington, got to acclimate and see different sites that I haven't seen since I lived here when I was younger. And I have plans to do so much exploring while I'm here. So I'm so excited for that. That was a big positive out of it. I was also closer to my sisters and my niece and my, my niece who's 10 years younger than me, she was raised like my little sister. And so I miss being around her and I, I miss so much of her life. So it was so amazing that I was able to come back and jump in and, and just be there for her in any way that she needed me to. Another positive I realized on my birthday is, hey, yeah, you're broke today, but honey, you got to go to bed tonight because guess what? Tomorrow you start your job as a travel nurse in labor and delivery at one of the major hospitals in the city. That was a positive that it was hard for me to focus on because I was so broke. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm going to get money, but how am I going to make it till then? And luckily, I don't know. I really don't know how I made it. Some of my family members, they just honestly, they blessed me so much during this time. I was so, so grateful for all the help that I received from my, my uncles and my, and my sisters and my, my parents and everything. Like it, it was beautiful. Even just like words of encouragement during that time. Those were the positive things that I would focus on when I found myself being negative. I remember there was a post that I had written and I had so many people that came and commented and said such beautiful, like healing words to me that I needed to hold on to if I was going to make it, if I was going to immensely be able to make it out of the negative mindset. So one day when I was having a particularly tough day, I, I opened that post and all the comments, every single comment that had something to do with me being positive, me staying focused, like me keeping going and making it out of this hole that I was in. I wrote all those down on a piece of paper and made a collage. And I put that collage on my wall in front of my desk. And anytime I was having a rough time or having a hard time, I would go there and I would sit there and I would just look at different comments, look at different things. I would read it out loud. I would marinate on it. Those words gave me strength, literally. When I was at my lowest points, when I was in my hardest times and emotional and just hurt, I would read those words and it gave me new life. And I was just so grateful to have the positive, the positive love from the community that I've known my whole life and from all over because I've lived in so many different places 
And I've acquired friends and colleagues and coworkers and each of those places and classmates. And I was so grateful for that. That helped me really turn the corner, turn a corner that I didn't even know if I was ever going to be able to turn, honestly. Other positive things that I realized was that my life was all about me now. I didn't have to think about anyone else. Initially, that thought made me sad because I was used to planning my days around the ways in which I was planning to accommodate others. So if I knew my husband had this at this time and my sister-in-law had this at that time, then I was like, oh, okay, the two things I wanna do today, I'll just squeeze them around this. Well, I didn't have it anymore. I didn't have anyone else's time to work across. So that made me feel so lonely initially that I was like, oh my God, I have to plan my whole day by myself and I only have one thing to do. I'm gonna be bored the rest of the day. But as time progressed, I realized there were so many different hobbies that I used to have and I used to cultivate that I just never had the time for before. And I was like, wow, now I have the time to do all of my hobbies. I can crochet, I can knit, I can play my violin, I can draw, I can scrapbook, like anything. Like I have time to do all those. So I started to pick up different hobbies that I thought would fill my time and help give me something to do that was meaningful because I was not looking for something to do just because I was bored. Like if I was gonna be bored, I was gonna sit in place and do nothing. But if I was going to do something, I needed it to be something that I was of interest doing. So I really spent the time focusing inward, thinking about what I want, what I like, what my desires are, what I wanna do today, what do I wanna eat? It was all about me and it, was, it was, ended up being so beautiful to focus on myself. We started dating when we were 19. He was my growing partner. I've always thought about us. I never really just sat and thought about me. So on my 28th birthday, it was all about me and it was so beautiful. So guys, today I challenge you to take a recent situation that was not favorable, you didn't like the outcome, that really broke your heart. And I want you to sit there and instead of thinking about all the negative aspects of that situation, which I know everyone has probably thought about any negative aspect of a situation or a tragedy they went through, you, you've sat there and you've thought about all the negative stuff. But what I want you to do instead is to think about the positives that came from it. And that's the thing. Some of the positives, yes, they're bittersweet. It's hard to admit that there's a positive outcome from something that's so painful. But I'm, I promise you, there's at least one thing that you can come up with that can be your new frame of reference to that memory instead of the negativity being your frame of reference. I am so blessed to be where I am today. And I know that I would not be here if I didn't go through that horrible storm that I, that I went through a couple months ago. Would I wanna go through that again to get here? <laughs> no, but I know that that taught me so much and it's something that I need on my journey to fulfill my purpose. Whatever my purpose is, I'm still trying to figure out what my purpose is. I'm leaning onto my passions to kind of guide me in that direction. As I start to get more into, the, into doing those things, I feel so fulfilled. That's why I'm here at this podcast. I don't know exactly what I have to accomplish while doing here. I don't know who, what words will come to me and who I will encourage, but I know that me doing this podcast is getting me closer to my passion and my purpose and my dreams. And if your dreams don't make you a little bit scared in the beginning, then you're not dreaming big enough. I have such big dreams, so many things that I want to accomplish. 
I kind of have ADD, so I'm always doing a million things at once. I'm so grateful that I'm in the space that I am, in the work, in the job that I am, in the city that I am with my family. And I never thought that that would be something that I could say because me moving home to Washington was the first time that I ever moved to a different area and it wasn't my plan. Because when I graduated from high school, I planned to move to South Carolina. After I graduated from college, I planned to go to Atlanta. After I graduated from nursing school and was a nurse for two years and got married, I planned to go to Houston. But me coming to Washington was not in my plan. And I had to learn how to stop being disgruntled over that because there's a bigger and better plan in store for me that is greater than anything that I could ever imagine. Well, that's all for today. Thanks for stopping by to see what it's like being Fallon Joe.